Hey there, welcome back to the Blissful Biz Podcast. My name is Susanna Riker. I'm your host. I'm so happy you're here. And this episode today is a little bit different because I have a big life update to share and I thought it would be fun to talk about that. Um, in case you are not following me on social media or you haven't <laughs> subscribed to my newsletter and you don't know, I just moved to Mallorca in Spain. And um, yeah, that came pretty much not, well, not totally out of nowhere, but it wasn't planned at all. And um, I just found the most beautiful apartment, really completely by accident as well, in Puyenza, which is in the north of the island. It's so gorgeous. I'm sitting here in my light living room. Um, with a view of Poyenza, of the old town, of the mountains behind it. And, um, yeah, it's just like filled with light and spacious and quiet. And I don't know, just really good energy, this place here. So it feels amazing. And I can't believe I ended up here. So today I want to talk about a little bit how that happened, why it's never too late for you to chase your dreams, and um, yeah, all the things, having an online business, a freedom-based business, what that can mean for your life, what it means for my life. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. So, as I'm said, I'm sitting here in my living room in Puyenza of my new apartment. And, um, yeah, so Spain, it's not so easy necessarily to find a really nice place to rent. Um, so when I was looking for places here in Mallorca, um, there are some websites that you can use. I use Idealista and there's much more to buy, but I mean, I wasn't ready to buy anything, um, first for financial reasons. And then it's a new place for me. I want to try it out first, right? I'm not ready to invest so deeply yet. So I was looking for a rental and there weren't so many places that I liked. <laughs> I'm very particular when it comes to an apartment or a house that I really want to live in. I really like beautiful places and light and quiet and spacious. So everything that I have here. Um, so first I looked at an apartment in Valdemosa, which is where I ended up first because I booked an Airbnb there for my first weeks in Mallorca. It was so gorgeous. I love that house. Oh my God, that was so beautiful. And I really, really love Valdemosa as well. It's this medieval little town in the mountains. It looks like a scene out of Game of Thrones. It's just gorgeous, right? So I looked at an 
apartment there and I was like, oh my God, this is it. Um, I was really manifesting it. I was trying to imagine the call that I would get from the real estate agent, how it would feel, how I would decorate it, how I would move in. So I got really, oh my God, I got really tense about it. And at the same time, of course, I was trying to just like accept and go with the flow and trust in the universe that the right place would show up. And it did. And it wasn't that apartment. Weird, right? So I started getting second thoughts about Valdemosa as the weather was getting better and more and more tourists started showing up. It's a very popular day trip destinations, especially in the summer. It's not, it's not even, it's, it was February, right? And it was already getting busy. So buses rolling up the mountains and then big groups in the tiny narrow lanes of the town. It was like, hmm, it's gorgeous in the mornings and evenings, but maybe not so much in the middle of the day. And then it's also very, very quiet. You're pretty far away from everything. And so I thought, hmm, I really, what I loved most about it was really the destination close to the mountains. So I looked at other places and I was really looking to live in the north of the island. And I knew I wanted to live close to the mountains, to the Tramontana Mountains here in Mallorca. And so probably a little bit further north of the island. So yeah. I looked at places like Puyensa and that's where I found my apartment. I actually got in touch through that website, Idealista, with a real estate agent about another apartment. And then she wrote me back and said, that apartment is already taken, but she has another place that's not even listed yet, but it's furnished. Do I want to see it? And I was like, mm, I'm not really looking for a furnished place. So if you have, you know, I wasn't really interested. And she said, just wait, right? So um, I'm going there right now. And I can show it to you on WhatsApp. So that's what we did. She was so persistent. It was amazing. And so she just showed me the place on WhatsApp, on video. And I was like, oh my God, that looks pretty amazing. And then she sent me more videos and pictures. And the next day I just drove there to see it. I already told her a little bit about what I do and um, she was really excited because the owners of the apartment, they are also working with um, yoga and coaching and retreats. So it was just a perfect fit, really. And so they were really excited to meet me as well. So we all met the next day. Um, and um, yeah. I agreed to take it right away. I mean, I was like already getting super excited the evening before, just after I've seen it on WhatsApp and I've seen the pictures. And then I was just like having, I had butterflies on my drive up here, which is always a good sign, I think, when you're looking at a place. So it's like, okay, I'm going to take it. I said, okay, you can have it. And then, yeah, just like, I think 10 days later, I moved in. <laughs> so here I am um, at this gorgeous place. It's I think it's the, yeah, it's definitely the most beautiful place I've ever lived. And it feels like a real grown-up apartment. I mean, my place in Hamburg, it wasn't tiny, it wasn't small, but it was not a studio, a little bit bigger, but like 56 square meters. But this year, I think it has 90 square meters or 100. I have a guest 
bedroom. I have like a kitchen with washing and dryer and dishwasher <laughs> and um, a huge roof terrace, which I um, adore. And I can't wait to decorate it when the weather is getting warmer now. And um, beautiful views. And yeah, it's just like so beautiful. I'm so, so happy to be here. And it feels, it feels right. It feels really right. I really dove into practicing Spanish now. I'm um, going to networking events, reaching out to people. That's the next step here, building a community because I don't know anyone who's living on Mallorca. So that's what I'm doing right now and getting into routine again, um, setting up my office here, my work. And I'm so looking forward to that. It's so exciting and a little bit overwhelming at the same time that I really now found my place where I know I'm going to live for at least foreseeable future. And it's so unexpected that it's Mallorca because I don't know, like eight years ago, I sold all my things in Hamburg already in Germany, where I'm from. Um, so I gave him my apartment, I sold all my furniture, I just had a few boxes left at my mom's place, and then I moved to Bali. And that summer, just after, like the next month, right, after I arrived in Bali, my mother got diagnosed with ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, and which was devastating. I mean, she was in her 70s and she was just like getting started to living her best life, retired, with, living with her sister in Hamburg. And it was so devastating. But it also meant I knew right away that it meant that I had to be back in Hamburg more often, maybe not full time, but definitely more often. My sister is living in Madrid in Spain and she was just like starting university. Um, she's, yeah, she just did like everything in her forties, um, high school, university. She just, um, got her doctor in neuropsychology. I'm super proud of her, but that's also why she was, of course, um, couldn't leave Spain so easily. She has two children who go to school there. She had a partner who was working there. So it was me who had to be there for my mother because I, I had a business that meant I could work from anywhere. And actually back then I was also still relying on my freelance income. So I was building my business basically as a side hustle um, and then still working as a freelancer and advertising in Germany for a few months, then going back to Bali, going back to Germany. So yeah. So, but anyway, that's why. I think Bali never really failed 100% home because I knew it wasn't going to be permanent, at least for a while. But maybe not only that, because maybe also because I got, I couldn't really see myself growing old in Bali. I couldn't really see myself living in that expat bubble there, that Western bubble in Bali um, for really a long time. Um, it's very transient as well. People are leaving all the time. So you make amazing friends and then they move somewhere else. Now it's fun because now I have friends all over the world, basically, or all over Europe as well, that I know from Bali. And I love that. But when you're living there, it's kind of exhausting, maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, so 
I love Bali. It still has a really, really big place in my heart, but I knew it wasn't my forever place pretty soon. And then just before the pandemic, I came back to Hamburg. I already rented an apartment in Hamburg in 2018 because I realized I'm spending so much time here now. My mother got, like got sicker and I was just tired of just living with my mother. That wasn't really an option. Um, living in that house as well, that would have been so depressing for me. And I needed my own place. And just renting Airbnbs or living with friends, that wasn't sustainable. So I got my own place again in 2018 as a rental. Uh, I love that apartment. Really, really, I still love it. It's a really amazing place. But I wasn't really happy because I didn't really want to go back to Hamburg. I mean, Hamburg is a really beautiful town. It has a great lifestyle. And um, it's just like the weather is really depressing, although we are profiting from climate change there. But still, the winters are really long and dark. And then, of course, with Corona and yeah, everything, it, it was just like a really depressing place for me. I was ready to leave. So I got my camper van in 2021. And then I also had my dog Luna and decided, okay, I'm just going to travel around in my camper van maybe for half of the year. And the rest, and then the half of the year, I would be in Hamburg. I would be able to take care of my mother and um, just support her in whatever way I can. And also like, you know, like focus on work when I'm in Hamburg. And I did that for a year. It was fun. <laughs> and, um, but also challenging. Because first, working in a camper van, I wasn't as productive as I am when I'm in one place. It's just, you know, it's just not possible to be at the set, to be productive on the same level, which is fine for a few months, right? So I was really happy to make it work and to find that balance. And I think I talked about that before. Last year was probably working 30% less and still made like 20% more income. So my business wasn't growing as fast as I wanted it to, but all in all, it's an amazing result and I was living my best life. So I was really happy about that. But then, um, yeah, but still I was like, I don't see myself living in a, living in a van full time. That wasn't never really a plan. So, um, I just did the traveling, but then it was also more challenging because my mother just like needed more support to be away for so long. And so it was like hmm, a little bit <laughs> difficult. And then last summer, her situation really got worse and she passed away um, in the summer of 2022, sadly, but in peace, in peace. So it's, you know, it was, it was okay. It was all good. Um, I'm still grieving. I have all like, it's coming in phases and going. And at the same time, it, of course, it felt like freedom, right? So, of course, it felt like, wow, now I'm free. Now I can find my place. Now I can finally move to, you know, like to the south of Europe because that was calling me. The Mediterranean or the south of Europe was calling me. And so, in October 2022, I sublet my apartment and then drove off 
south to Portugal because the winter before that, I went to Portugal and thought, hmm, I can totally see myself living there. So I wanted to spend more time there. And when I arrived in Portugal, suddenly, suddenly everything was difficult. Suddenly everything was heavy. The weather sucked. It was raining all the time. It was cold. But also I felt like I wasn't able to make the easiest decisions. I wasn't even able to decide where to drive the next day or where to stay or do anything. It was just like I suddenly felt like not ready for that big step of moving somewhere. Suddenly it was like, oh, but Hamburg is so nice too and it's comfortable and I was missing my friend and my neighborhood. And it felt suddenly it was all super overwhelming. And um, so it took a lot of sitting, meditating, be being a just aware of that situation and accepting it and deciding, I decided I'm just going to go with the flow, right? So I'm trusting in the universe. It will guide me to where I am supposed to go, where I'm supposed to end up. It will show me the right place for me. It will just come. And yes, yeah, so... That's how I was living then basically a few months in Portugal, um, just going with the flow, driving around the country, um, checking out different places, and nothing really felt right. So I spent a few weeks in an Airbnb in Arisaira, which is a cute little surface town, but it really wasn't my place. Um, I spent a few weeks in the south of Portugal, What is the name again? Oh, no, I'm just like, I can't remember the name. Um, anyway, but that place also, it didn't feel right. And then I went to Madrid to visit my sister over Christmas. And she said, why don't you go to Mallorca? There you have an international community. It's a really beautiful island. And I'm like, hmm, you know what? Mallorca came up in my meditations a few times. It was definitely always in the back of my mind already, somehow. It's very popular in Germany. A lot of Germans like go to Mallorca every single year, but I've never really been a lot. I've been out to Mallorca before, but I think three times and like over 25 years ago or 30 years ago, like really long time ago. And um, the last time. So I was like, hmm, but still, <laughs> I obviously know it's a beautiful place and very popular. And I thought, hmm, you know what? I might just do that. So um, when I was back in Portugal, I was like looking on Airbnb and I found that amazing place in Valdemosa, like, which is like so beautiful was, like, and so affordable. And I was like, oh my God, okay, okay, I have to stay there. I have to stay there. It's just like, I have to stay there. So I booked that place. I booked the ferry, the car ferry with a dog cabin from Valencia to Mallorca in the middle of January. And then I slowly made my way there from Portugal on the south coast, south of Spain to Valencia and then took the ferry and I arrived here. Yeah, that's basically how I ended up here. And it just felt right. It just really felt right. And even here, Poyenza, moving here, I don't know anyone here. I've never, I didn't spend time here before, but I'm so happy. I so love the vibe of that town. And it's, yeah, it's just like trusting in the universe. I really believe that paid off. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but for now, I'm just so happy 
and so grateful that I didn't try to push my way through the resistance. I felt that I was just like opening myself up to being guided to find my place. And, you know, the bad weather is over. It's getting sunny and warmer now every day. It's gorgeous blue skies, it's the beaches, the mountains. It's just a really gorgeous place. So, yeah, my plan now is to build a life here, um, find friends, build a community, um, set up my office. Then I'm going to drive up to Hamburg in a few months to get my things. You know, like even my apartment here is like furnished semi-furnished maybe, um, but I still, of course, have to get some personal things and also some some furniture I want to bring with me. Um, and then, you know, I quit the rental contract for my apartment in Germany, quit everything else, move my business here, which is going to be like uh, a whole other thing of bureaucracy that I'm not looking forward to be doing. And I'm just decide, okay, I'm just going to do it step by step, going to be fine. Um, no reason to be overwhelmed by that. I'm just going to do it step by step, thing by thing. And thankfully, you like, because I'm from Germany, within Europe, it's easy. So legally, I have no issues. I don't need a visa or something to live in Spain. I still need to register here and I need to move my business and then pay taxes here in Spain. Yeah, so that's, that's the next steps. Um, I also really have ambitious plans for my business here, but, um, I really want to find a balance as well. Like, you know, just making time to meet friends, doing things like going on hikes. I'm in a WhatsApp group, hike and swim, which is like so much fun. So we went on a great hike last weekend. Um, then I met some amazing woman on a networking event from some Facebook groups. Yeah, so I'm really putting myself out there trying to meet people. And then, of course, making time to spend, you know, like to build a connection, to build the friendships. And um, so what I'm also having, like a, a dream of mine, this was always like to do an in-person event, like a mark retreat for entrepreneurs to work on your brand, your website, your product suite, your marketing. So that might be happening. I'm, I don't know yet if it's happening this year, might be like late, like October or November or next year, but I'm definitely feeling that already, like coming in, feeling, I'm feeling really inspired about that. I might also do some intenses or in-person events here. So when you ever come to Mallorca, get in touch, right? And we can do something in person, which would be so much fun. I would love that so much. And um, what I also wanted to talk about is because I feel like this is a story that's Relevant for so many, it's so easy to give up on your dreams and to think it's not happening and um, to be frustrated. And I, I was there, right? A few years ago uh, in Germany, I was like, I don't want this. I don't want to be here. And I, there wasn't, I didn't know when my mother would die. That's it's terrible, right? How long that situation was going to continue. It was a de really depressing and hard and sad situation and you might be going through things like that 
um, problems with your families or struggles or you're stuck in a job that you don't like, but right now you are reliant on that income. It's okay. It's okay. Really just take a deep breath. Try to still see the beauty with where you are. Just trust in the universe. It's never too late. I'm 52. It's never too late to change your life, to move to a new country, to learn a new language. One of my friends that I met here, she's from, she's a woman from South Africa. She's 65. She's working here as a leadership coach. She just moved from South Africa to Spain because her son is actually living here and she was ready for a change. She was ready for a change. She's embracing it. She's living her best life here. Yeah, it's really never too late. It's never too late. So when you are feeling, oh my God, I'm turning 40. <laughs> it's too late for me. No, it's not. You can still do this. And, you know, you're not running out of time. Never. You just have to live your best life in whatever situation you are. And, you know, like still make plans, dream, dream big, dream big about the future, what's possible and um, what you can do, like small steps to make that happen, to manifest it. So I hope that was fun to listen um, to my story here, how I ended up in Mallorca. And let me know when you have any questions for me. You can reach out on Instagram, DM me at Susanna Riker. Send me an email at hello at SusannaRiker.com. I would love to hear from you. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to SusannaRiker.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannareicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community, 
It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.